0: Thursday, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. I don't know what Brent did to this microphone, but it's way taller than it usually is. There we go. Why would he make the... Never mind. Anyway, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690 on a Thursday. Brian Milton on the ones and twos. If you're watching on the stream, you can no longer see him because the camera broke. And if you're trying to watch on Facebook, you can no longer watch because the Facebook doesn't exist. We're working on it, folks. I don't know what happened, but don't blame me. I know I'm the easy person to blame here. Don't blame me. I don't know what happened. So
1: feels like you had a hand in it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if it's your fault one hundred percent. I was I feel the person like that
0: I was the person that found it
1: gone. So how did you find it gone? You just clicked on it to update something, or no, no, no? Facebook told me it's gone forever.
0: You you did something you shouldn't have. Goodbye.
1: You should be able to fight this. Yeah, somebody is. I guess ESPN is just that big though. Until you fight it for real and prove your case, it's gone forever. Yeah, yeah. So I don't.
0: I don't know. But if you're usually watching on Facebook, uh, please don't comment. Why are you not on Facebook? I don't know. Um, so, but feel free to watch any of the other platforms: YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, that's that's the platforms. Or you can just listen: to ESPN six ninety AM, six ninety dot com. The TuneIn app, Odyssey, there's a whole bunch of ways to find us. If you wa- if you listen to anything, anywhere that's an app, go ahead and just type in ESPN 690 for good luck, and I'm sure you will find us. The broadcast on Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you, leading into champ baseball tonight. Coming up at 6.50, they take on the Durham Bulls. we got a lot going on tonight, mostly because of the NBA draft. Brian Middleton is an NBA fan, so we'll talk about the draft a little bit as we go along. And... What kind of spectacle it is That interests me because like the NFL draft Is something you talk about for months And you lead into since the Super Bowl ends And really, when you're the worst team in the league Like Jacksonville, you talk about it since like November I don't get that sense with the NBA Mostly there's a lottery part of it and all that But uh, we'll talk about that as we go along The Lightning lose last night On a goal that should not have counted From the Colorado Avalanche mm. They In overtime, well they cheated You know uh, you can't have that many people on the ice, and they did. Uh, it's cheating.
1: that is literally the definition of cheating. Sounds like your problems with the referees, though not with Colorado. Well, they cheated. Well, if they're going to let me do it and not call it. That is fair. I'll give you that. I will give you that. feels like the lightning need to learn how to cheat. if this is how they're letting stuff go. That's yeah. I'm saying. That's
0: a good call. you know if if they're going to cheat, you might as well cheat with the best of them, right? I think it's just Toronto hates the lightning. That's where the league offices are. Uh, everybody hates the lightning because they're so good. So the uh, Colorado Cheaters will take a three games to one lead back to Denver with a chance
1: to close it out. The cup will be in the building uh, for the next game in Denver. And Casey, another reason why you brought it up, I doubled down. I feel like referees, officials need to have postgames. It's they, a great call. It's one of your
0: best calls of all time, to be honest.
1: They need to be able to sit in front of the crowd like uh, any any one of the players that are getting questioned on the Lightning about why you're down 3-1 mm-hmm. or on the Avalanche, like how would you guys build this lead? Well, we built we built this lead in game four because we were able to cheat. We cheated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The officials need to be able to do the same thing. We could
0: cheat and nobody told us not to cheat, so thus we cheated is pretty much what happened. So I'm telling you, that's a great call, man. The, the officials and the referees need... Uh, post-gamers. What happened? Why did you screw this up completely? Like, why? (laughs) You forming a question? Yeah, like, why did you ruin the game for half of the people watching, roughly? You know? A great game. A a great game. You know, an overtime game. Like, why would you let it end the way it did? Um, But really, we should take a mic up to the NFL office or the NHL office and ask why we can't review that play. Because they looked at it to make sure the goal was good, but you can't review the too many men on the ice part of it.
1: Stupid. It's just stupid. So, anyway. Did anybody ask, like, the Colorado team, did they ask any player or coach on, did they ask him about that? Like, hey, did you guys know?
0: I think they asked their coach. I forget what he said. He was just like, uh, it's hockey, probably. Gotcha. Yeah, just, you know, stupid stuff. So, uh, the Lightning go down, uh, three games to one. Also, I want to work this in because I tweeted it, and Brent and Aaron argued with me, and then they got absolutely obliterated by the point I made, and then they got lit up on a Delphonic meme on Twitter. But I tweeted this last night, and there was some serious pushback. I think both of them are wrong. But nonetheless, what I tweeted was something. Here it is. Shohei Otani is unquestionably the best player in the history of the sport. Talking baseball. Why he's not the lead sport story on every sports show every day is mind-blowing. So since we have a sports show, and it's still technically the lead of the show, we're going to talk about Shohei Otani.
1: And right, Let me preface this before you could, you get into your back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Wilson, friend of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he texted me, and I, I think it was during this time because I, I checked in on the stream, and I feel like, you know, you were being contentious and, and very strong with your opinion with uh, Brent, and Brent kept saying, you're making me, you know, rethink my opinion or something like that. That's true. Um, but he said that, uh, actually, let me pull it up real quick. But he was very complimentary of the way that you were uh, attacking Brent. He said, um, Casey, be killing Brent. Yeah, I was. And then he said some other stuff about the show being the best in the in the city. But it was some disrespect on that. Probably competitors. I ain't, I'm not going to read all that. But oh, yeah, he yeah. was very complimentary of the way that you attacked that. I didn't hear it firsthand. I caught it on the back end. Yeah. By all, by all means. I just want to let that out there before you continued on.
0: Appreciate it. You know, Marcus is a good guy. He's welcome here anytime. Um, So here's pretty much what I said. And you have a guy, and I'll tell you what Brent and Aaron arguments were, but this is my argument. So the stat that's floating around, which is pretty improbable, is two nights ago now, Shohei Otani as a hitter only. He hits and pitches, for those that don't know, but you probably know by now. So two nights ago, he was in the lineup as a hitter and had eight RBIs and hit two home runs. The very next night... As a pitcher, same human, struck out 13 guys in eight shutout innings to go on and get the win. He also, in a side note, got on base three times as the pitcher at the plate. Hmm. So these are things that I, nobody else can do on this planet. And the only thing you can compare him to is Babe Ruth, who played hundreds of years ago before there was electricity. And we compare him to this guy. When, for lack of a better term, baseball just wasn't as good then. It's better now. I think everyone will agree that athletes in every sport now are better than they were in, like, the 20s and 30s. Agree?
1: Okay. You yeah, I mean, you just with in me there? general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: You got better training. It you got better recovery. You'll, right. All kinds of things. So, that's part one of it. But I said, like I, I said, it he's unquestionably the best player of all time, which is where the pushback came from Aaron and Brent saying that, oh, he's not the best hitter in the league or the best pitcher. But think about that. He is better than most at pitching and better at most than hitting. Like, do you... Like, it would be like if Patrick Mahomes was the best quarterback as well as the best cornerback. These are two things that we would never consider to be a thing. This guy is incredible at both sides of the ball that human beings do not do when you put a pitcher at the plate they literally change the rule in a sport that has been around for hundreds of years so pitchers no longer have to hit and this guy hits
1: okay well home runs all right uh i i don't know how deep you want to get back into this uh i I would have a couple of questions so you say he's incredible at pitching and hitting. And start my headphones going out, so I can't. I'm I'm just gonna, I'm gonna listen to you from the control room, okay? Uh, so I haven't looked up his stats. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he ranks. I don't know if he's top fifteen, top twenty in in uh, in average RBI, any of those advanced statistics, homers, anything like that. I don't know if he is. But when I think incredible, I'm thinking okay, like you 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 know what? You're you're one of the actually best hitters, right? And then pitching, I you know. Again, I don't know any of his stats from Mm -hmm. ERA to strikeouts to walks, anything like that. So when you say incredible on both sides of the plate, I'm thinking that he's in the top 20, 25, 30. 30 is my cutoff for incredible in any sport, even baseball. Uh, so, So if you're telling me that he's in the top percentage, the top 20, 25, 30 in both of those, then I'm with you. If you're just saying that it's incredible that he's respectable at both ends because nobody does that, like nobody does that nowadays as far as I can hit and I can pitch and I can make a team if I just did one of those things at the level that I'm doing it at, not that it's the top, the, the top you know, 10, top 15, but I, I could get on a roster. I could be one of the starting four or five pitchers. I could get into your lineup as far as batting and make the team that way. Then I'm with you. Uh, but you know, if he's just above average or just slightly above average in both, I can understand some of the pushback. Now, the other question I would have mm-hmm. would be this, Casey. Now, Mike Trout is your. Go- now you said Mike. You said Mike Trout. We, I was here last month and a month before, and you you tripled down on Mike Trout. And now when I hear best player, when I hear best player, that's different than you saying Mike Trout is the GOAT. Is that what you're telling me? Mike Trout is still your GOAT, still the GOAT, but Otani is the actual best player, more so than Mike Trout. Okay, a lot of good points there. And you are absolutely right
0: in terms of I've said that about Trout, but this hit me last night like it never has. And I, here, here's what I'll say about this, right? In in that part of it. Mike Trout is by far the best position player to ever play. But I've now... And he will be when he's all said and done also as well. I should add that in. But I think that's where he will be. And for a while, I did say player. But last night, I don't know why. I watch Otani pretty much every time he pitches because it's fascinating to me. I don't watch every Angels game, so I'm not seeing him every time he's at the plate. But what hit me was... As a player, he is the best player. He's not the best pitcher, and he's not the best position player. You feel me on that? Because those are two different things in terms of, like, I tried to compare it to football with, like, a quarterback and a cornerback. Those are two completely different things. But Otani does both of them at a, in the terms you tried to just put it in, at a and above top 20 level in the game in terms of home runs and ERA, those are the two easiest ones to point at. He is the best player because he does both. Like, there's no one that can do both, period. Not even good. Like, there's a dude, Brendan McKay, who they tried to make two-way for the Rays, and he couldn't hit when he got to the show. He also really couldn't pitch either, and that's why he's had some injury issues and all that. But, um... This guy not only is the only one that can do it, but he does it at a top 20 level. He was the MVP last year because he hit 40-something home runs and had a good ERA. Now, to the point you just tried to make in terms of the stats, right? Last year, he didn't pitch as much because he was coming off of injury. So he's pitching more this year, and his ERA is better as it currently stands. So this might be the banner year for the pitching stats. He's still in the top 17 in home runs. So you see where I'm going with that? Like, can you understand, I guess, the argument I'm trying to make? I know you're working through a headphone issue.
1: Yeah, but. I can I can understand the argument. I, I think I will still understand pushback. But you could convince me, I think, depending on what stat you want to pull and based off of the history of his time in the league so far and then pointing to other examples that have tried and failed. So, you know, I, I, can, I can understand the track that you are on uh, as far as saying that he's the best player. Um, but, you know... Again, the back and forth between you and the guys in the main show. I don't, I don't know what it was, but it was impressive to, to some. So you, you clearly made your point to uh, enough people. Absolutely. Appreciate you.
0: I'm just trying to get the point across. By the way, go back to listen to that hour two in the podcast. But I'm trying to get the point across that is this. Nobody else is doing this. And the fact that we just kind of brush over it like it's a normal thing because he's made it normal, it's not normal. We will never see this again at this level. So I think it just deserves more uh, than we're really giving it. We got NBA draft talk on the other side. Action Sports Checks Overtime, ESPN 690.
1: We'll be right back.
0: <laughs> Rolling along on a Thursday. Action Sports Checks Overtime, ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Hurts with you as well. We got Jemma Sherman Baseball coming up. In 30 minutes time That's quick math Ryan Middleton I know I'm close Off by 30 seconds or so But we got some NBA draft talk And we welcome in Chase Bunker From 104.5 WOKV The only person I know publicly That's a Magic fan, right? Yes Like I feel like Nobody's walking around Like supporting the Magic With you
2: I know. Well, it, we like to keep ourselves in hiding because, I mean, why would you ever want to be vocally saying, like, I'm a Jags fan? It's like right now being a yeah. Browns fan. There you fan. go,
1: Chase. Yeah. That's how you shoot back. That's you good. see what Casey That's does? Well mm-hmm. He comes in with the polite voice and he, he shoots at you, right? Talk, talking about that you're a Magic fan. Yeah. That's how you shoot back about him being a Jags fan, though. I like that. I'm, good job. There good you job. go. It was,
0: right. it was good, but I'm not going
1: to lie to you. Remember the audience.
0: Oh I know. So you might have just made everybody
2: listening mad. I know that I've made your listeners mad before once cuz I made a I said on uh, one episode, "Hey, maybe Trent Bulky might stay for one more year." Oh, and you everybody do that. Yeah, and everybody got mad at me for saying that.
0: Yeah. So now you're just you really don't want a career in the sports business over here, because you're doing well in the news business. I, okay, like, you know w-
2: Define well. Like, let, let's eh, not get too hasty here. That's true. Like, yeah. I, I want second place. Like, that doesn't mean much. Like, I mean, well, ugh, but I mean, like, I mean, isn't that what sports is? Like, you're everyone loves like the antagonistic guy. Like, isn't that why we like Stephen A. Because he says like absurd, outlandish things? Like, I just say absurd, outlandish things, but I also tell the truth. Like, I think Jags fans even can admit, hey. We're kind of at the greatest right now, but that's okay. Like, it happens with every team. But anyway, continue. That's your show.
0: Uh, well, appreciate it. Um, so let's start there. Uh, not even about the draft. How, how does one become a Magic fan? Like, how long have you been a Magic fan?
2: I've been a Magic fan time. since the inception, yes, unfortunately. You kind of just get, like, indoctrinated. I feel like that's with any fandom. Like, your dad says, oh, we're a fan of this. Well, I guess I'm a fan too now. And we just we stick with that decision no matter how bad that team is. So you were around when it was good. There was a time it was good. Yes. It, oh, I remember those days. It, even with, like, the Scott Skiles, the Penny Hardaway, the Shaq years, and then you can even think back to the, the Rashard Lewis. Yeah. Mikhail, um Air France. I forgot his name. Uh, Michael Pietris, Excuse me. I've been mixing my hockey. Um, it's all right. Yeah. Just all oh, that era. Wasn't so you
1: on your team or something? Who? Wasn't there? Uh,
2: hey, no, a patient. No, Hida Tugulu. That's yes. yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The other guy. Sacramento
1: yeah.
0: king. That came over. That's a good pull, Brian. Well done. Brian, Brian's a big-time NBA fan. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's, uh, he's a fan of the other team in Florida. That would be the Miami Heat. So, uh,
2: is that well, a rivalry, I mean, by the way? It is, but, I mean, it's one of those, like, no matter how bad, like, we'll still have, like, our center just put up 30 points. Like, even, like, in our worst year, like, you still see Nikola Vucevic just p- go off for 40 and a win. Like, it was always crazy, like— we would be the worst team in the league. All of a sudden, oh hey, Nikola Vucevic, uh, forty point triple double, and that always happens for some reason. So yeah, it's a rivalry. Granted, our records are completely opposite. Completely. But, but you know, for the sake of rivalry, bandwagon.
0: I was just oh, mm.
1: interesting. Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, mm. Now he's making. I'm, I'm just
1: gonna like. I'm just gonna, like. No, point God's everybody, listen, man. L- listen, man. I don't. Does oh, watch this. I got you. I got oh, you right boy. here, man. You didn't need. Does, you didn't want this. Does, does Pat Mahomes? Does Pat Mahomes? Acknowledge if Baker Mayfield Said something crazy to him Of course not You know what I'm saying Because wow. it's different levels You know what I'm saying So listen wow. Magic fan Instead of shooting at me You need to be telling your players To shoot in the gym And oh, get yeah. better I you should be tell my players Just to shoot shooting in general Yeah Because I mean I got Markel
2: Fultz Who has the, the shooting range Of the restrictive zone you need to shoot free throws Well he has a better shooting range Than Ben shoot Simmons Shoot water gun. Shoot something Oh hold on I think we, I'll, I'll unite us all Why don't we go after You want to go after Philly fans We can make fun of them For all their disappointment I mean, we know that there's disappointment, but they at least have hope. Yeah, that's true. I mean, fun of any other team, really, to bring us all together.
1: Well, Chase, you know what? That may unite us. But let me ask you this because I'm going to jump into the draft. Let me ask you all this. All right. So, Orlando, mm-hmm. if my memory serves me correctly, mm-hmm. I know that they've had the number one pick, I believe, two or three times. Three times. Yes. Right? So, they, they've had Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. Then they got Chris Webber. Yep. Good memory. Uh, and, and they traded it really? out with, uh, yep. it was traded Chris... for Penny, right? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Many
2: people forget that. Chris Webber, magic
1: legend. I didn't know that, yeah. to be honest. Uh, and then Dwight Howard. Yes. So, Orlando has a history of getting it right. Mm-hmm. Even if they trade the pick, they get the trade right. hmm So, you feel comfortable, even though I'm sure that a lot of names have changed. I don't know who's still in the front office that could potentially have been there in 93 or 92, whenever Shaq got there. But... You feel comfortable that the Magic are going to get this pick right.
2: I feel comfortable with this front office making the pick right. You're absolutely correct. Like, it's, to me... I look at that Hennigan era, because before before these guys came in, we had Rob Hennigan, who was a former OKC, like, assistant GM, and he was supposed to be, like, the hot young gun that everybody wanted. He didn't go well. And, oh, no. God, that's, that's an understatement. Like, that was god-awful. Like, it, we look at the Dwight Howard trade, and that was the only good thing that everything else just sucked. Like, the Aaron Gordon pick, like, bleh. Victor Oladipo was kind of, like, a good thing, but, like, Mario Hazonia, bleh. Like, we've about be- that. Yeah. Had a better year of the Magic than Chris Webber, but that's not really saying much, I guess, at this point. I I trust these people. Now, the problem is, which one? Because every draft, we have that consensus number one. Last year's Kate Cunningham. we had the Zion Williamson consensus number one. There's no consensus number one. And the thing is, with Magic fans, there's going to be that worry of, oh, did we pick the wrong one? Because you can make the argument that, oh... If Kate is a bust, well, he was the consensus number one. Sure. Like, if Zion is a, quote, bust, you can admit he was the consensus number one. You had three options. It's A, B, or C. And what we're worried about is, oh, did we pick the right one? And we're going to see that. We're going to be monitoring that, like, closely for just – it's going to be so fr— it's going to be so frustrating.
0: Yeah, uh, we got a similar thing going on currently uh, with the number one pick and Trayvon Walker. We're not—we're yeah. not to that point yet, but there's obviously a conversation to be had there. So, let me ask you this: You know the three, obviously. You mm-hmm. talked a lot about it, but would you like to see them trade out of it if that's an option?
2: It depends on the hall. But I, I would not be angry. I would not be storming into the building tomorrow demanding a microphone saying, I am angry. Here's what I have to say. I think I think they've been trying to, like, smokescreen it. They've been trying to say, oh, I think we might like this guy or we might like this guy to try to like put some more emphasis on other teams to trade up. If they trade down to, like, three, I'm not offended. Now, if they trade down to, like, five or six, we better be getting a really good haul out of that or I'm going to be angry because this is supposed to be the top pick. This is supposed to be the pick that changes your franchise. And right now, on an organization that desperately needs it, that has been, and even Brian can admit this, largely been irrelevant since 2012. Yes, you made two postseasons, but really, you won one game out of both of those years. did you really make the postseason? So this one you have to nail. And if you trade out of it, you better be thinking long-term this is going to be good because right
1: now they're on their own time. Listen, you also forgot that you got a Check West song out of it as well, one of your players. Oh, uh, yeah, Mo Bamba. Ooh. So, uh, question here. Um, so, I went back and looked at, like, all the drafts from 2000 to 21, right? And I looked oh, at God. the top five picks because those are pretty much set in stone. Maybe the order changes, but it feels like between, you know, the three that we already know of, Homegreen, uh, Benchero, Smith, uh, Ivy, and then uh, – Always escapes me the um, third other guy. Yeah. Uh, but there's there, there's a chance that all these guys could be good mm-hmm. or all these guys could be a bust. And when I say good, mm-hmm. I don't mean great, right? So, like I said, I went back and looked at some of the drafts and I looked at the top five and I only could find three of them that actually had three guys who were stars or superstars on their team. The 03 draft with LeBron, Melo, and Wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, 08. D Rose, Russ, and K Love, and I'm not talking about Cleveland K Love. I'm talking about Minnesota, where he was putting up, yeah, you yeah, know, stats yeah. and being an double all-star double machine. Um, and D Rose, kids, just trust me, okay? D Rose without a knee injury, oh, uh, the whole landscape looks different. Mm-hmm. War- Warrior's dynasty looks different. Mm-hmm. LeBron's legacy looks different, probably yeah. the way that he was playing. And then, uh, you know, uh, and then in '18, which you know they're not superstars, all of them, but they're they're pretty good. You got Trey and Luca, who are five and three. Uh, and then you had uh, Aiden at one. And Jaron Jackson Jr., who who is a really good player, he's coming into his own right now. So, like, in 21 drafts since 2000, I found three where you had at least or only three, at the most three, good players, right? Really good players to superstars. And so that's not a really good percentage, in, in my opinion. No. Especially when you're picking number one because, like, there there were some ones on there you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Brand Vasquez. Yeah, we – we didn't do that. We didn't do that one right. So does that give you any pause? Because I know you said that, you know, Orlando, I said it actually, that they have a good mm-hmm. track record, and you feel comfortable that they're going to get this as right as you can get in a draft with no consensus, number one. But does that give you any kind of, you know, like, oh, man, I'm I'm still even more nervous now because even out of these top five guys, there's a good chance that, you know, I'm, we, we may not get the
2: one. Brian, you know some, you'll, you'll soon know this about me. I've never – fully comfortable. Like even when I'm like a Buccaneers fan. And even when they were going to the Super Bowl, I didn't feel comfortable. Oh. Even when they were like 30 points in the lead, like two minutes left in the fourth quarter, didn't feel comfortable. Like I never have like any comfort when it comes because you know why? My teams have largely disappointed me. And so yeah, like I'm gonna, you know, feign the confidence. Oh, I got confidence. But really like they could they could screw this up, but the thing is i I don't know why. I just trust this office a little bit more. It's blind ignorance, like it's blind you know allegiance, but I trust them nonetheless because these are pl- these are people who've found great talent. like it was John Weltman and Jeff uh, it's Jeff Waltman and John Hammond. Before they came, uh, Hammond set up the Toronto team that ended up winning it all, and Waltman founded uh, Giannis Kumbo. So the thing is with magic fans with the draft, in years past as you look you see that the Magic are one or two picks away from that great player. Like the big one. They wanted Trey Young. What happens? He gets picked just before them and you end up with Mo Bamba. They wanted Kristaps Porzingis. Picked just before them. They ended up getting uh, Mario Hazonia. They wanted Tyler Hero. They got Cole Anthony. Like you... I can name off, I think, like five more instances where this happened. And right now with this pick, nobody's above them. Thank God. Nobody is above them finally. So they get to choose who they want. And now... Now, they have this option. I'm afraid they're going to screw it up because there's now three of them. There's no consensus, number one. It's A, B, or C, and you have to pray to God that they get that right answer.
0: I like what you said there, by the way, because there's a couple other things I want to ask you. But so you just said that Cole Anthony, Tyler Hero, Mm -hmm. which that's Brian's guy. That's Brian's guy. I feel like Brian's going to push back, probably. Uh, I never really know what he's going to say. That's why I love the show. Mm -hmm. But I feel like even if they wanted Tyler Hero, I think they won getting Cole Anthony (laughs) I, now that you can look at it this you way. You can look at it, yes.
2: You can kind of look at it and say, all right, like, we may have dodged a bullet. I I really like Cole Anthony. I think he's going to develop into his own. I think he kind of got a bad rap in college because he was dealing with injuries, and I think um, Jamal Mosley is doing a great job improving him. I know Brian might disagree because Tyler Hero, like, I mean... Six Man, right, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, we got, you know, a Shaq Quest song. You got a Jack Harlow song yeah. out of it. Oh, you like did. did. A bit more commercial. I'm not mad about yeah, it. But it, it's... But either way, like... You can look at it, but at the time, you're still upset because you wanted that. There's always that little sure. what if, and especially as a Magic fan, like what if, you know, Doc Rivers let Tim Duncan on the plane? What would have happened? And so that's what ultimately hurts Magic fans.
0: All right, so let me ask you this then, going back to – you said something that kind of intrigued me, and you said it'd have to be a haul to trade the pick. So when I look at the teams that are picking, right, there's mm-hmm. there's not much reason for the teams like the Thunder or the Rockets or the Pistons to give up a lot of what they have – I don't think you want to go as far as 11, so I'm not going to ask you about the Knicks. But I'll ask you about Sacramento, and I don't think they're trading this guy. But in terms of a haul, Mm -hmm. if Sacramento was in, Sabonis and what is a haul?
2: Sabonis is already a magic legend because we gave him up in the uh, uh, Serge Ibaka deal. Sabonis and and a haul. Because
0: Sabonis fits what you... Like, you're drafting a power forward. Mm -hmm. So Sabonis, you know what I'm saying there? Like, you get the position you need, proven... But what else would you need, or do you even like this guy?
2: I think if if we did this a bonus trade, one, I like how we're just, like, opening up all my old Orlando Magic wounds. You want to talk about, like, the 92 finals as, or the 96 finals as well, how they got swept and just relive yeah. all that trauma. Listen, man, uh, you got to hold, yeah.
1: hold on to the fact that you beat Michael Jordan and the Bulls in between their two three-peats. That's
2: our only Your claim to fame. Orlando Magic did. We beat Michael Jordan What? Yeah. Um Sabonis deal. That's a really good question. I almost, oh man. it would have to be Sabonis. Sabonis and a like, it's gonna be so many picks. It's gonna be maybe one other person. Like so, you're Sabonis saying Sabonis maybe Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox. They're not doing that. But that won't do that. So what? like Sabonis and the fourth pick,
0: and then another pick isn't enough.
2: I might. I mean, you might get what Jaden Ivey out of that. Jaden Ivey, maybe Paolo so Bancaro. Because I, I mean, Paolo Bancaro is still falling. That that. Like, here's the crazy thing. Let's actually, let's let's think on this for a little bit. Like, if Paolo Bancaro falls and Houston Rockets don't take him, I'm assuming Chet, like, I'm assuming right now Jabari goes one, Chet number two. If the Houston Rockets don't take Paolo Bancaro, I might take that deal. You get Paolo Bancaro out of that, you still get uh, Sabonis, and you, like, that's not a bad deal. I might be crazy, and a bunch of people probably in the chat thinking, wow, this guy's an idiot, but you know what? I might take that. It's possible. But I just... It's possible that it might be an idiot? It or, might, it might okay. be. Okay. Um, and
0: then quickly, we'll, we'll finish this quickly because we got to go to break. Uh, the Knicks are too far away. You probably don't want to go to 11. Nope. But if a guy like Julius Randle was involved... No. No.
2: No. I'm not a big Julius Randle guy. One-year wonder.
0: There we go. All right. Quickly, who do you want them to pick? I know you just said, like, you've seen a lot of Jabari Smith. Is that the guy you want or who do you want?
2: Before I started on... Chet, but after reading more, I like Jabari a lot more. Um, I like what he brings. I wouldn't be upset if they bring in Paolo. So it's right now, Jabari, close, close second Paolo, then Chet. And quickly, you spent a lot of time working on this. I know you
0: talked to me, you talked to Brian, you talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Tell people where they can find this podcast. You talked to a ton of people about who they think the Magic should pick. You worked hard on it. Let the people know where they can find it.
2: The podcast is called Bunker's Burning Hot Take. It's a sports podcast where I just gave out random hot takes, but I had this last episode that Casey's referring to where I spoke with a bunch of people on who they think the Orlando Magic should draft because let's be honest, I've said it a bunch of times already. We don't know who the consensus number one is, so I got the thoughts of a bunch of people because, let's be honest, national media doesn't cover the Orlando Magic.
0: That's one thing you have in common with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chase Bunker, 104.5 WOKV is where you can catch him, at Chase Bunker on Twitter. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks a lot. Me and Brian are back on the other side. We got more to do before Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. We'll be right back. Action Sports checks Overtime, ESPN 690. Brian Middleton. Best line of the day. I said, are you going to get it? has nothing to do with anything you need to know about. He said, what do you mean? I'm me. I said, hmm, I'm me. Brian Middleton, the broadcast on. On the ones and twos, Casey Kurtz, Chase Bunker with us from 104.5 WOKV. Like, Is somebody on over there or like, are they just not? I don't know.
1: Wow. Okay. Wow. I appreciate <laughs> awesome. the nonchalantness. Good. I mean, what kind of energy we need over here.
0: One thing we will tell you about this station compared to that one, that one's a little more like...
2: Yeah. It, it, like, it, we just kind
0: of do what we want over here. Like, I know there's something has to go down <laughs> over
2: there. I mean, I, I'm watching Twitter. I'll, I'll see if, like, news is breaking, but. Uh, wow. What would it take to make you, like, sprint out of here over there? Oh, please don't make me answer that.
0: Okay. So, but, so I'm serious.
2: The, like, it would have to be, like, serious breaking news right now. Like, like
0: national or local, like.
2: Both. Like, if it it is, like, if it's a national news, like, if the Senate just votes on this upcoming gun violence bill, then, yeah, I'm going to have to sprint over there. All
1: right, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Trash it. or trash it. to bring me my money. <laughs> right. On Action Sports, Jack's overtime. I
0: also forgot we were running very short on time. I'm sorry about that. Oh, what do we got, Brian Milton? It's
1: all good. Uh, first topic, Casey Curse. Because you don't need the, you don't. Need
0: I no don't need the rules. Right. Right. And then we'll show Chase how it works. And we're not going to have that many of them because I keep talking. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Absolutely. All right. Uh, first thing, uh, first thing up. Okay. All Star votes. Mm-hmm. So the first round of All Star voting for baseball is out. And actually, it's pretty interesting how fan-driven the votes are in baseball, at least for Phase 1, as I was, you know, researching this, okay? But right now, the top vote leaders in the American and National Leagues are the Yankees' Aaron Judge and the Dodgers' Mookie Betts. Mm -hmm. Cash it or trash it, Casey Kurtz? Based off of the seasons Judge and Betts are having, the fans are getting it right, having these two at the top of the all-star list right now. Cash it?
0: Cash it? them to bring me my money. That's I'm, confident about that. Like, I'm definitely on Judge, 100%. Mookie, I don't, I don't know the numbers straight off the top of my head, but I do know he's on my fantasy team, and I'm pretty sure he's the second position ranked player, so I know the stats have to be pretty good, but he is hurt right now. So Judge, without a doubt, he's that dude um, he's going to make the Yankees feel really stupid for not locking him up before now, and I think he's probably going to leave, but uh, they're definitely right there. I can't See, here's the thing. I'm not thinking of anybody in the NL that's, like, jumping out at me like he should be the leading vote-getter if it's not Mookie. Uh, Mookie's a heck of a player, so I hope he's healthy in time for the All-Star game, Uh, mostly for my fantasy team because I need him back. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll cash it, Brian. I'm with you.
1: All right, Chase. You ready? Ready. NBA Draft. Mm-hmm. So, over the course of NBA history, there have been many perceived second round duds that turned out to be certified studs mm-hmm. and also vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And with the draft starting in a few hours, I wanted to take a look back at some of the best second round picks ever, like Manu Ginobili, Marcus Saul, Dennis Rodman, even Steve Kerr, just to name a few. A bunch of good ones. Really? But the question will be focused around two names the Joker mm-hmm. and Draymond. Mm-hmm. So, cash it or trash it, Chase. You would prefer the Joker's NBA career in its entirety as of right now over Draymond Green's. I would say trash it. There you go. You know what? I I would say
2: trash it because you know why? Winning cures a lot of my problems. And you know what? If I let, like, yeah, you're the MVP, but you also know what? You got swept in the first round. Who Mm -hmm. gives a bleep if you got that? Like, go MVP, I was the best player. Best player on a bad team. Like, who's your second best player? Aaron Gordon. Trust me, I know about Aaron Gordon. So, yeah, I want to be Draymond Four championships. I mean, known as that guy. Yeah, I'll take Draymond.
1: Four-time champ, four-time all-star, four-time defensive first team, defensive mm-hmm. player of the year, led the league in steals in 2017, reinventing the path for current players doing podcasting during their current career. Man, you got it right, Chase. All right, I did I tell you what, we don't have time for another one. Yeah, we do. Give me one fast. All right. Uh, let me find, uh, okay, food. Okay. Food. There was a list out there saying uh, the top foods in each state. The one for Florida was in Boca Raton. It's called Meat Eatery and Tap Room. Casey Kurtz, Cash It or Trash It? You are 90% sure that without even trying food from this spot that you know a better burger place in this state.
0: Give me the title one more time. Meat, eatery, and tap room.
2: Yeah, cash it. There you go.
1: Tell them to bring me my money.
2: Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah, agree. Like, if any place, like, I'm like Ron Swanson. Like, you hear meat, eatery? Yeah, I'm already in. There you go. Very good. Uh, I know we're out of time now, so we'll hit the break. Action Sports Jax. Overtime, we talk to Matt
0: Davis down at the Jumbo Shrimp next. We'll be right back. To go on a Thursday, action sports jacks overtime, ESPN 690. The broadcast on at or er, Brian Middleton, the broadcast on on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. we'll go down to the stadium in a second, Brian. I got something to say. What you got?
1: It's my mom's birthday. Yeah, you should have told me I would have had something set, man. Don't do that next year. You got to tell me something. <laughs> Mom's birthday, Dad's birthday, Amanda's birthday, Blue's birthday. I gotta have the stuff ready to play, man. Come Ama- on, man, tighten
0: uh, up. Uh, it's true. Amanda's birthday is next. Just so you know. Okay. Coming up uh, next month. Yeah, we got but- the same birthday. That's why I remember her birthday. Oh, that's right. Don't you know, have, have to warn me
1: about hers. I know her.
0: That's right. It's all good. Uh, so anyway, happy mom, birthday, mom. I'm not sure if my mom's listening, but happy birthday, mom. Uh, I'll call you later. I haven't talked to her yet today. Is that bad? Yeah, tighten up. Dog. I texted her. Nah, dog, tighten. Well, like she works. I'm not gonna call her at work. You know, and then my work is on when she gets off. So like, we're still working. So I'll call her that's here terrible. in a bit. Yeah, yeah, probably. I sent an
1: e-gift card. Is that good?
0: Man, there's
1: nothing like hearing the voice of your child. Or yeah. so I've
0: heard. Yeah, that's true. How do you know? Yeah, You might have kids. I don't know you like that. Yeah, you're right. I may not. I know know you. I've known you for a <laughs> while, but I don't, I don't know anything know. actually
1: about you. You clearly don't. It's but fascinating. It's, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, so now we're out of time. But I wanted to work that in. But uh, Matt Davis down at the stadium. Shrimp and Bulls coming up. Matt, don't really have anything specific to ask you, but I know Scott's an NBA fan. I can't remember if you are. Do you care at all about the NBA draft that will be going on simultaneously while you are calling the game tonight?
1: You know, honestly, I used to. I've kind of grown
2: away from it. I I like college basketball, but it's just so hard to follow the draft of the players. I really just stick to Alabama basketball, and there hasn't been much to root for lately.
0: I forgot you're in Alabama. Like that makes me like you less. You're a good dude, but
2: it's not the it's not a bandwagon thing. I went there because my dad went there, so hopefully that's a little bit better.
0: That is better. I'm not gonna right. lie. Like it's still not great, <laughs> but it's better. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, what do we got coming up tonight? Is I remember the other day when we talked, we talked about a specific car. I had my speculations, and they ended up coming true. Wander yep. Franco, is he still in the lineup for Durham tonight?
1: Yes, he is. He's starting at shortstop again, hitting second. Unsure how long he'll actually be here with the
2: Bulls, but you have to think that since the Rays are at home, it would be nice and easy for him to kind of finish out whatever rehab assignment he has here and then catch the Rays while they're still at home.
0: That is a good call, and hopefully he comes back soon as a Rays fan. They have nobody, literally nobody that can hit right now, so we need this guy back in the lineup. We got the Bulls and we got the Shrimp coming up right here on ESPN 690. Me and Brian are done. We're back tomorrow, but right now it's Matt Davis on the call. Matt, have a great game.